Blog Talk Radio. Madden Voice, three, two, one, now. I am having a very bad day. I've actually had a pretty shitty week. Doesn't matter why. <laughs> Nobody cares. But it's been a crappy week. And they say when you feel like shit, it's like crap. You don't feel normal. You don't feel yourself. Do something normal. Do something that will help you feel normal. I have a lot of options on a Friday at 2.30. But one of them was, am I done with my work for the week? Yeah, pretty much. And if not, I got all weekend. I work weekends. I work nights. It doesn't matter. Love my job. We're going to talk some football. Everybody else is working. Uh, too early to start drinking. Well, I guess it's not too early. I do have one pumpkin beer from the weekend. Went to the Cape. Me and my girl. Bought this pumpkin weed. Uh, pumpkin weed. <laughs> Just saw something on TV about uh, vaping and stuff and THC and all that craziness. Um, so that's why I said that. But get this pumpkin beer that we drank up there and we brought one home. I, I brought it home. I'm a beer drinker. Kentucky Pumpkin Barrel Ale. Ale. So I'm going to have that. And I got some water here. And uh, I'm going to try to talk some football. And I'm going to try to feel better. Because I can. And if I don't, <laughs> then I don't. But uh, a couple of housekeeping. I uh, apologize for Tuesday night. Um there was a technical issue. Tried to call in, tried to come, you know, twice, no luck. And, uh, you know, I had to do, it was blog talk radio. It wasn't me. Um, you know, which I, you know, that's my one beef with blog talk radio. You know, when that stuff happens, there's nothing, you know, there's, there's nothing done by them to make you whole, you know, like nothing. So, uh, you know, so we didn't do the show. And so I'm here solo, and I'm going to try to talk about football. And bear with me. I'm, like I said, I'm off my game, but I'm hoping during this I come back a little bit, work with me here a little bit. Uh, NFL Live is on, and they're talking about Packers versus Cowboys, which I'm going to get into. And um, they're making predictions. And, you know, it always scares me when everybody picks Dallas. It, it does. It always scares me because so many people pick Dallas to beat New Orleans and how that work out. 
Um, and then the first three games, yeah, okay. Um, so, so it always scares me when everybody feels like Dallas is going to do this and Dallas is going to – I feel much better when people say Dallas has no chance. Dallas has no chance. I, I feel so much better when, when that happens. And, like, a lot of people, Shannon Sharp picked Dallas. He's a cowboy here. He picked Dallas. You know, um, so, you know, I, uh, I even think – I think Stephen A. Smith even said that he thinks Dallas will win because they're home and, you know, Green Bay doesn't do good against the run and Devontae Adams is out. Um, you know, well, you know what, since we're talking about it, why not? I'll just roll with it. It's, it's flowing. It's in front of me. Um, so let's, let's talk a little bit about the Cowboys. And then I have other things I'm going to touch on. But I, want, I do want to talk about the Cowboys. And, and you know, I, I do think that Dallas, or maybe they're not picking Dallas. Maybe it's they're looking at different categories and saying who has the advantage and all the way down. It's Dallas, 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 Dallas. Even Dak Prescott over Aaron Rodgers, which I don't get that at all. Um, that's what they're showing on NFL Live right now. Um, pass catchers, Dallas. Running game, Dallas. Defense, Dallas. Yeah, everything else I agree. But I don't know. Aaron Rodgers is, it's, it's, you know, he's insane. Um, matter of fact, you know what I'm going to do? And I, apologize. I told you guys I'm off my game. I told you. And I even have an agenda in front of me from Tuesday night. So I told you I'm off my game. So just, just bear with me. Um, let's go back. Let's not talk Cowboys package just yet. Let's, let's go to the weekend. Okay. Let's talk. Let's talk first, first thing I want to talk about is, is Vontez Perfect. And I, I don't know if they announced the appeal yet. I've been out of touch a little bit over the last couple of days. Um, so if, if they've already reduced, matter of fact, you know what? This is easy because the good news is we have the internet now, right? And I'm going to see if his sentence was reduced. You guys probably already know this, and I don't. And maybe they haven't even announced it yet. But let's see if – um, uh, let's see. I don't see anything here that would uh, – okay, nope. They haven't uh, – appeal to be heard on Tuesday. Okay, so we'll find out next week. Um, I, I've heard a lot. I've heard that they're not supposed to take track record into effect. I heard that, um, you know, if, if you look at the play, um, he wasn't headhunting, but they understand the rules and they're willing to accept the penalty, but suspending him for the year is a bit too much. I mean, I've heard it all. Um, I'm sorry. 13 other times you've been either penalized or fined um, and you've been suspended for 10 games. I don't want to hear it. I, I don't. Now that, you know, you're suspended for the rest of the year, now that, and, you know, John Gruden, I'm not happy about it at all. Well, you signed and made him a captain with his track record. I'm sorry. Track records, either good or bad, follow you. Or they should, right? When you have a good track record, people should take note. When you have a shitty track record, people should say no. That doesn't mean you can't rehab yourself. It just means you, don't, you, you can't expect to run from who you are. And his track record is what it is. Now you want to sit here and defend yourself and say the sentence is too stiff. So what about when you laid out A.B., who K-Star says hasn't been – is it K-Star who said that? No, actually it was my cousin, Costin. Shout out to Costin Davis who said A.B. hasn't been right since that hit. He almost took his head off. And you know what? Some truth to that. Like, I'm sorry. You know, as you can see in the NFL, Des Bryant learned it. A.B. is learning it. 
a lot of people learn it. There's no player, coach, um, owner bigger than the league. The league will go on. So, frankly, um, you know, you're not above the rules. And I could see if you had, you know, if it was Clay Matthews, who has no track record of doing this, right, you know, or, or Bobby Wagner or any of these other top linebackers that, you know, are good hitters, um, even on my team, right, you know, we've got Van Der Esch, there's um, Smith, right, you know, if there's guys that are top Pro Bowl level, which perfect is, and no track record, okay, I get it. Do what you got to do, but I'm sorry when it happens over and over and over again. I'm done. I'm done. These are these are men who have families, mothers, fathers, wives, kids, brothers, sisters, and football is already a dangerous sport. And you're gonna do something that you know is wrong, and then try to defend and say, well. Uh, let me just remind you that all of last year I didn't get penalized once. Well, boo-hoo-hoo. So what? So what? That's the way it's supposed to be. It's supposed to be the exception and not the norm. So as far as I'm concerned, I really hope they don't reduce it. Am I saying it needs to be thrown out of the league? I don't know. I don't know. Running off the field and blowing kisses to the fan after that, at fans after that? Not smart. No contrition. No remorse. No sense of, I'm sorry, nothing. So I, I, I don't know yet. I'm going to see how next week plays out, and then uh, maybe maybe there'll be a decision by the show Tuesday night with the guys, and then we can talk about it again. But I, I think he should be gone for the rest of the year, and that's the bottom line because I said so. Okay. Yeah, it, it, it's not, I, I'm not feeling any better, guys. But I'm going to, I'm going to persevere on because I can't. I feel like crap today. I hope you're having a better week than I'm having. I hope you're having a better Friday than I'm having. I hope all of you are, are looking forward to a weekend of whatever you want to do. Everyone out there, I hope you are. Um, Troy Aikman. <laughs> Meant to cover this on the show last week. Didn't get to. Um, and that's my fault. I just totally forgot. But um, the Athletic Kansas City posted something that said, in case you missed it, Patrick Mahomes has thrown 36% of Troy Aikman's career touchdowns in about 8% of the games. Troy Aikman, what do they call it, clapping back, says, in case you missed it, talk to me when he has 33% of my Super Bowl titles. You know, and, and, and kudos to Troy. Much maligned Troy Aikman, who I think is a fabulous uh, um, commentator. Um, I love what he does. I love what Romo does. I'm not a huge Chris Collins or a fan. I'm just not. Never have, but never will be. Didn't like Phil Sims, not because he was a giant. Um, I just don't think he. I don't think he did a good job in the booth. Clearly, um, you know, they booted him out when they got a chance to put Romo in there untested, and Romo's been like incredible. I think Troy, you know, Emmy Award-winning Troy Aikman has done a great job too. Um, and people give him credit because he's. They don't think he's pro cowboy. Um, I, I think he's as pro cowboy as, as his position allows him to be. I think he's got to be careful because he's, you know, even when he's on Fox NFL Sunday and they're making game picks, um, you know, they don't allow him to pick 
because he's because he's hosting a game. I don't think it's going to allow him to pick at all, or if it's just the game he's covering. I don't remember, but like they, you know, he's got to be careful because he's he's supposed to have somewhat of a neutral position. And I've listened to many of his games, and I, I rarely have an issue with the things he says. And nobody's going to be perfect. I, I mean, nobody's going to be perfect, you know. But um, I I rarely feel like he's unfairly criticizing the Cowboys. And if he is, well, if Troy Aikman, three-time Super Bowl champion, three of the five, mind you, three out of four years, the dynasty before the New York, I mean, I mean the New England Patriots dynasty, if he can't criticize the Cowboys, even if we might consider it unfairly, because he holds them to a higher standard because of everything he, Michael Irving, and, and Emmett Smith, created, then who else can? I, do your thing, bro. Bottom line is the Cowboys in 20, what, last Super Bowl win was uh, the 1995 season, which the Super Bowl was played in 1996, right, under Barry Switzer, 95 season. We're in a 2019 season. So for all you people out there, it is 24 years. That's what that is. That's 24 years. Okay. 24. No Super Bowl win, no Super Bowl appearance, no uh, uh, conference championship appearance. I I don't have a problem with any of the criticisms by former players, especially guys that walk around with rings and the star. You have every right because this team has had more than enough talent to have done better than what I've seen in the last 29 years. This year remains to be seen. But in the past, 07, uh, 13, uh, I, I have to go back and look prior to 07, but 07, Romo, 13 and 3, home field advantage, 2013. Hey, I don't want to hear Dak was a rookie. You had Romo on the roster. I was one of the last people anywhere to say put Romo back in. Everybody said Dak, 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 Dak. We'll never know if the team that was built, for Tony Romo would have won a Super Bowl under Tony Romo had later in the season they brought him back in and made him the starter. He played one series in a meaningless game against the Eagles and went down the field in four or five plays and threw a touchdown to, I believe it was Terrence Williams. And that's the last we ever saw. His last pass, his last play, his last involvement in the game, was a touchdown pass, and that was it. And then offseason, Tony Romo retired, and we have Dak Prescott. And I love Dak, and I expect Dak to do great things. But Tony's career ended early. And it's not Dak's fault. It's Tony's fault. Well, it's not even Tony's fault. It's injuries. If Tony didn't continue to have the back stuff, he was knocked out in preseason. We'll never know what 2013 could have been, but we know what it wasn't. Anybody wants to criticize the Cowboys 24 years, especially a former Super Bowl champion like Troy Aikman? I got no problem with it. Now, here's where my problems lie. The Cowboys just lost to the New Orleans Saints, 12-10. to 10. Two-point loss. The Saints scored four field goals. And I'm hearing they were out-coached. And I'm hearing they were out physical. I'm hearing they were beat up. Amari Cooper 
uh, couldn't get any separation. Ezekiel Elliott, 18 carries, 35 yards. Dak Prescott missed open receivers. Um, all that's true. What I don't like is the outcoached part. I don't know what coaching had to do with Ezekiel Elliott going, uh, going fourth and one, where Jason Garrett went for it, fourth and one, and he, he made the first down and he fumbles, which, frankly, I don't think he fumbled. I look at it, his elbow looks down. But if you don't lose the ball in the first place, then there's no debate. That was on Zeke. Jason Witten, all-world Jason Witten. 16 years in the league, fumbled nine times in six years. The ninth was on a third down play. When they hit him going over the middle, he was wide open. And someone came up from behind and punched the ball out, and it turned over. Or the Randall Cobb drops. There was more than one. Or Amari Cooper pushing off. One of them, yeah. The other one, I didn't see it. But, you know, Amari Cooper pushing off. That kind of stuff. Uh, you know, that's not coaching. You know, Dak Prescott taking a sack on the last drive of the game to try to come back with the Cowboys in field goal position, and Dak takes a sack. Is that Dak's fault or the offensive line? Whatever it is, it ain't Jason Garrett's fault. You know, like there's so many, and, and on top of it, and, and all, they kept the defense out of the end, the defense kept the Saints out of the end zone, and the Cowboys still had a chance, more than one chance, to win that game in the fourth quarter. And they just plain didn't execute. Not Jason Garrett. I don't even think it's Kellen Moore. Now, could Kellen Moore have changed up? I didn't see one zone read, one read option, and maybe the defense didn't allow it. I don't know. I'd still try it, keep them honest. You didn't do it once. Nothing else was working. 18 carries, 35 yards with the best running back in the game. So, so I, 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 I think, and, and running every time on first down, you know, it was almost like Scott Linehan called that game. My opinion. We saw Kellen Moore do things in the first three games that we had not seen before. The shifting and the unpredictability of the calls, which we love. But it was against some fair points. Now you get a team in there coached by Sean Payton. Everybody knows how I feel about the Saints. If I wasn't a Cowboy fan, I'd be a Saints fan. Love Sean Payton. Came out of Dallas. So Parcells offensive coordinator. Love Sean Payton. Love Drew Brees. Drew Brees has won me three fantasy football championships. By the way, I'm on my way to winning a fourth this year and a, and a third in the NBX League. A third. I don't get me started. I've got some issues with that league. don't know if I'm going to stay in that league. I'm not going to get into why because it's private. But I'm 4-0. Might be 5-0 after Sunday. I don't know if anybody listens in the NBX. If you do, great. If you don't, don't care. Um, but I'm doing very well. And I'm doing as good as I've ever done in that league. You know, I have some really monster players. And uh, barring injuries, you know, you might see me back in that championship game. We'll see, though. Um, but I might be a three-time champion. I'm hoping for it. Two and two in the EAFL league. Um, but I digress. I love Drew Brees. I love the Saints. But the bottom line is it was a two-point loss, and the sky was falling. And, and Dallas was exposed, and Dak was exposed, and all of this garbage. It was a two-point loss against a playoff team, a team that just went to the NFC championship game last year. Okay, Drew Brees isn't there. Teddy Bridgewater makes $7.2 million a year. Backup quarterback. High-state backup quarterback in the NFL was a starter and a productive one in Minnesota before he blew out his knee. Badly, by the way, I might add. Then he lost his job because it happens. That's, that's football. So we're not talking about 
you know, a journeyman quarterback or um, someone that's a rookie off the bench doing this stuff. We're talking about a guy that's seasoned, experienced. And we're talking about Sean Payton. Oh, and by the way, if I remember correctly, um, you know, well, Sean Payton was an offensive coordinator. And if I remember correctly, I believe Sean Payton was an NFL, was a, I don't see, but he was college quarterback. If I remember correctly. I think he was the Eastern Illinois. Y'all can look it up. Oh, who went there? Tony Romo. Tony Romo went and broke Peyton's records. Sean Peyton. So, guy knows quarterbacks. So, if there's anybody, you know, that can do it, it's Peyton. And, oh, yeah, defense was for real. So, you know, it's one game. It's one game. Just like all of this, you know, the, the Rams get smoked by the, uh, the Bucks and the sky's falling. Division game, matchups. Yeah, 55 points. On a Wade Phillips defense, yeah, that's not that's not normal. That's something to pay attention to. Pay attention to, but and you know now I have the advantage of last night's game where you know okay they gave up 30 points and a field goal away from now they've lost two in a row and the Rams are in trouble right. Gurley looked a lot better last night. And by the second quarter he had six carries. Last week he had five the whole game. I guess my point is this: When is everybody gonna just? Like, stop getting so high after a win and stop getting so low after a loss. Every game, that's why I love the NFL, every game counts. This isn't the NBA or Major League Baseball. Every game counts. Week one and week 17 have the same because there's only 16 games. You know you're going to need minimum of eight to make the playoffs. I think in the history of the NFL, I think seven wins. I think one team, if I remember correctly, I think it was the Panthers a few years ago, got in with a 7-9, and nine, a 7-8-1 and one record. So seven generally just doesn't do it. You want to have any chance, it's going to be eight. And in the NFC, yeah, you better get ten, minimum. AFC, maybe nine. NFC, you got to get ten. Maybe ten won't even do it. So every game counts. It's not like NBA. You know, hey, I got to get 60 wins. I got to get 50 wins. If I'm going to get in the playoffs, you know, half the NBA teams make the playoffs. You win 45 games, you're in the playoffs. You got a 5,500 record, you're probably in the playoffs in the NBA. Not in the NFL, every game counts. So, you know, don't get too high, don't get too low. It's a marathon, it's not a sprint. And let's see what happens. But, you know, the Cowboys could have won that game. They didn't. I was I was over it by Tuesday. I was done. Okay, you lost twelve to ten. Like Zach says, you learn up. Jason Garrett says this too. Cool kids. Garrett's news conferences and defending him as a coach. I don't think this loss was on him, but Garrett's news conferences are dry. Like oh my god, I used to love Bill Parcells' news conferences. Love him. Garrett is is the only drier news conference is Bill Belichick. Bill Belichick, well, you know, we're on to, we're on to the Jets. No, we've got the Giants this week. We're on to the Giants. Won't talk about nothing else. You cut A-B, don't care. You know what I mean? Your, your quarterback had a substandard performance um, against the Bills. Don't care. We won the game, or we're on to the Jets. I mean, the Giants. Like, okay, I, if I, I wouldn't even cover them. Obviously, you don't want to do this, so I'll leave you be. Deuces. I'm going I'm to move on. That's what I would do. That's what I would do. But Garrett's getting bad, too. You know, uh, you know, we're going to clean things up. We're going to learn from this. And we're going to, you know, the same thing after every game. I don't want to hear it. 
I don't want to hear it. What I want to see now, Dallas, I said the Saints game was a big game, and I said if the Cowboys win, I'm going to do a video. Well, the Cowboys didn't win. I'm not going to do a video. So that's that. But get the Packers at home. You've got the Eagles, who won and beat the Packers, in Green Bay. Eagles did that. They are now 2-2. Two and two. They had lost, and Dallas had won. Would have been a three-game cushion. I don't want to say the season's over, but damn, that's a big lead to come out of. But it didn't work out that way. Giants won. Giants started out 0-2, now they're 2-2. Redskins are done. Gruden, he's going to be fired. Stephen A. Smith said it after this Patriots game. Uh, where the Patriots are just going to molly from like 40 to 6 or something. Although, watch this. Watch. This is what happens in the NFL, right? So, we are expecting in Foxborough, I believe, the game is in, there, there's absolutely zero reason for the Patriots to land egg. And watch. This will be a game that goes down to the fourth quarter, and it'll be 35-31 New England or 32-30 to Washington in the biggest upset of the year. Like, why? I, I doubt it. Because this is what makes the Patriots great. I don't care what anybody says. All y'all don't know football. All y'all fans, you don't know football. What makes the Patriots great is nine times out of ten, they win the games that they're supposed to win. And then the ones that are up in the air, they battle, and they win a lot of those too. If they played Kansas City, you know it could go either way. And they're not – it is rare. I think they got blown off at Kansas City a couple years ago. Alex Smith was the head coach. I mean, was the quarterback. And then I don't think they lost again the rest of the year. That's New England. So it's like they lose, and you're like, "Uh uh-oh, uh-oh. Don't want to be in their team meeting on Monday or Tuesday or Wednesday because Belichick's going to read in the riot act. They lost that game 42-3. to They didn't lose again, and they won the Super Bowl. And everybody had them dead. Oh, my God, it's over, including me. That's what makes the Patriots great. They come back. They run the table. They didn't lose a game again and went all the way through to win the Super Bowl. It was like three years ago before Mahomes became the starter. So, you know, there's good teams and there's elite teams, right? Patriots are elite. It hurts me to say it because I can't stand the Patriots. The truth is the truth. The Chiefs are elite. I'm sorry. There are no other elite teams in the NFL right now. There are good teams. Those two teams are elite. They're on another level. They are. They're, they're, they're the top teams. Um, let me just pull up real quick because, you know, I'm getting old, and sometimes my uh, memory fails me. But let me uh, pull it up and just make sure that I think the only other undefeated team in the NFL is the uh, – um, 49ers who had a buy. So let's go. NFL.com. Gotta love it. Okay. League standings. Yeah. So Chiefs 4 0, Patriots 4 0, um, 49ers 3 0. Seahawks are becoming elite. I'm not there yet. Bills, no. Bears, no. Cowboys, no. Packers, no. Saints, no. Lions, no. Those are all your one loss teams. No, no, no. Those are good teams. Matter of fact, I, I won't even label the Bill teams yet. Bills, good yet. Sorry, but you've sucked for so long. You're 3-1. and one. You played the Patriots tough. Congratulations. Win a few more. I'll give you good. You're not elite. Um, Bears, Trubisky's out. Maybe he'll come back. Whatever. You got a backup that came in and outplayed him. You're good. You're not elite. Cowboys, yep, you battle. They play off teams defending NFC 
Uh, well, no, they're not champs because they lost to the Rams controversially. But, you know, they went to the NFC Championship game, perennial contender. You battled them 12-10. You're good. You're not elite. Packers, you lost to the Eagles at home. Like, in Green Bay. You're good. You're not elite. Saints, you got a tie. That ends that conversation right there. You got a tie. You're two one and one. You're not elite. And then that's it. And then we got the Rams. Now they're three and two. The Ravens, you know. So good elite. There are two elite teams. The Chiefs, the Patriots. They are elite. And if they played each other, batting down the hatches. Right now, that'd be one heck of a game. Many people think the Chiefs would win. That freaking quarterback Tom Brady, though, always finds a way even with his diminished skills. And make no mistake about it, ladies and gentlemen, Tom Brady at 42 is not Tom Brady at 38 or 39 or even 40. His skills have diminished. He is like a Peyton Manning as far as smart enough to compensate. He's an intelligent quarterback. Peyton Manning was an intelligent quarterback. John Elway was an intelligent quarterback. These guys are, you know, Joe Montana, was an intelligent quarterback. These guys are, and when I say intelligent, I mean football IQ. I don't mean in life, okay? I don't care what they think about politics or the economy or, you know, I could care less. You know, they bring them on these shows and, oh, let's hear, I don't care. Football. And they're intelligent on the field. They understand the game. And Brady, he's one of the all-time smartest at quarterback. And he's able to still be productive and lead this team. And he got Belichick. That matters too. But for all of you fans out there, you know, it's, listen, there are two elite teams. Patrick Mahomes, hey, I'm the guy who's shown me for two years, and he got my attention. I, I'm conceding he's got my attention now. Hasn't been two years. Has not been two years. I'm conceding he's got my attention. He has got my attention. Um, I wouldn't go as far as some of these guys and say he's better than Brady, he's better than Rodgers, he's better than Breeze or Big Ben. Or, I'm not going there yet, which is why he is on the NWL and not one of the four horsemen. He's young. you got to show me more. But he's showing things that we've never seen. Who does a no-look pass? I mean, that's Magic Johnson level. Who does a no-look pass as a quarterback? Okay. You know, it's insane what he's doing. But so let's stop with the, you know, making it, um, giving teams more credit than they deserve. There are two, and then there's everybody else. They're 4 0. It'll be interesting to see who loses first. Now, hey, I may come back next week. If the Redskins give the Patriots a game, I might be like, well, I don't know if you can call me lead anymore. The hapless Redskins between them and the Dolphins. Or maybe them Dolphins and the Jets. I don't know, but um, I, I think the Dolphins are just the worst team. But the, uh, you know, it might be a toss-up between them and the Redskins. And, and you know, for for uh, John Gruden, not John Gruden, Jay Gruden, you know, at, on a Thursday to be to say, I don't know who my quarterback is. Now he could be playing games with Belichick. He could be trying to come up with one last gap before he's fired and try to get an upset win and figure. You know, I don't have to announce who the quarterback is, so I'm not going to. Or he could just be totally confused. But I think it's ridiculous. So the Redskins are terrible. Sorry, Steve. Sorry, BJ. Uh, anybody else out there that's a Redskins fan? I got a lot of I got a lot of football fans that I'm friends with, and uh, guys, your team is terrible this year. So, but 
if you can rally and show the, show the Patriots something, you might knock the Patriots out of elite status. I might just say, well, they're a very good team. I might give them very good over good. They still got that number 12 back there. But I suspect, actually, um, yeah, you guys are playing the Redskins. Yeah. Who are the Giants playing? I'm sorry. I told you guys I'm off my game. Who are the Giants playing this week? Um, Let me pull up my NFL. Let me pull it up again. And let me go to the Giants. Um, I'm sorry, guys. I hope you guys are uh, are having a good day. I told you I was off my game. Oh, the Vikings are playing the Giants. Okay. So, yeah, it is the Redskins and the the Patriots. The Redskins are going to get destroyed. And that's what makes the Patriots elite. And if the Cowboys want to go go to elite status, beat Green Bay. Um, I don't know if I'll give you elite for beating them, but if you put a hurting on them, if you do to them, you know, all facets of the of your team are playing well, I could give you elite status. If it's something like a thirty one to seven or something like that, you know, like a whooping over a Green Bay team led by a healthy Aaron Rodgers. Oh, yeah, you guys might vault into elite status with that kind of win. After a 12-10 against uh, New Orleans, it's possible. But I don't care about that. I care about just going out, playing well, and getting the win. This is the game that you've got to win at home against an NFC division, an NFC conference team that sets you up later in the year. These are the games you've got to win. It's a winnable game, just like the Saints. You let that one go. Ten points. I'd be ashamed of yourself. This is a winnable game. Learn, adjust, and go out there and let them know what it's like. You know, Aaron Rodgers, I'm comfortable in Jerry World. I'm, I'm comfortable. You know, there's just certain places where you're comfortable, and, you know, that's one of them. I'm just, I'm comfortable. I don't care. Let's make him uncomfortable. Robert Quinn, you have impressed me. Show me something. Marcus Lawrence, you got all that money. What are you doing? I hear Malik Collins is going to play, be playing. I hear Crawford is coming back. Jamal Crawford. Jamal? Yeah. Jamal Crawford. What the hell is his name? Crawford. Crawford. Cowboys Crawford. Defensive tackle. Not Jamal. I'm, a, I'm, I'm sitting there like a shame of myself that I can't remember um, what his name is, and I know everyone on the Cowboys. Crawford, Dallas, Cowboys. Tyrone. God, sorry, Tyrone. See? See? Told you guys I'm a little off. Okay. Tyrone Crawford. I hear he's going to be playing. Michael Gallup is going to be playing, which is awesome. Guys, go get this win. Put the foot on the gas and don't let it up until the game is over, until the kneel down at the end that says we've won 31-7. to Show me something, guys. Show the league something. Show your fans something. I was going to talk about Todd Gurley on Tuesday and what the hell's wrong with him and what's going on over there in L.A. But look, you know, he had a good game last night. They played him more. Looks like he responded. I don't know what's going on with him, though. I don't know if he's really hurt or not or if it's just – I don't know. Um, but he had a good game last night. So, I, I, you know, what can I say? There's, there's nothing more that I can say. Um, you know, we talk about the Giants, 2-2, two and two, Daniel Jones. It's Daniel Jones' hysteria now. Uh, they're playing the Vikings. A lot of people think they're going to win. I mean, you know, uh, you know, it could be a three-way tie for first place. 
Dallas had a two-game lead just two weeks ago. Dallas loses to Green Bay. The Eagles win. The Giants win. And all of a sudden, you've got three teams at three and two. Um, I believe Dallas would still have be in first place due to two and zero in the division. So I believe that, and, and they beat the Giants, and they've already got that head that they haven't played the Eagles. But I believe being two and zero would still have them in first place. So Dallas don't lose. And then you know, but you know, everyone had the Giants dead, including me. And people are still saying they're dead. They played a couple of bad teams and won. So let's see what happens against the Vikings. But I'm not impressed with Kirk Cousins. Um, and, and I believe they're home against Cousins. So let's see what happens. I honestly hope the Vikings go into Molly. Well, I can't stand the Giants. But we'll see. And um, I think now there's two games of film on Daniel Jones. Now you can adjust. That's what the NFL does better than, than anybody. They adjust. Um, but what about them Steelers? What about Mason Rudolph? We're going we're gonna to see if the Steelers can get a win this weekend. And then we're going to see what K-Star thinks. Because right now the Browns are 2-2. Two and two. Steelers are 1-3. and three. They're one game out. We had pronounced the Steelers dead. No Antonio Brown. Actually, no one has Antonio Brown. Bull. Maybe I'm Bell's in Detroit. I mean, um, the Jets. Big Ben. IR for the season. No surgery. It's going to. You know, let nature take its course and hopefully be back in full strength next year. He's done. And then you got Mason Rudolph coming in there. But they got a win, a dominant win. So what does that mean? I don't know. I don't. But that's football for you. Two weeks, things can change just like that. We had the Giants dead. We had the Steelers dead. Heck, we were looking at the Bears through slanted eyes. Like, what's going on with the Bears after they lost? remember who they lost to. Well, now the Bears came back with an impressive win. I don't remember against who. I'm sorry, Train, but they won, even though Trubisky's out. Um, you know, their backup, uh, the Daniels, I believe, Chase Daniels, came in and played well. So now the Bears are looking good again. Right? It, it, in two weeks, things just shift all the way around. So let's see what happens in another two weeks. You know, but that's the NFL for you. And that's what I love about the league is in four months, you're riding this roller coaster that other sports you ride over eight or nine months. You ride this roller coaster in four months. It's amazing. I mean, we, we already are down. 25% of NFL season's over. Four games, done. We're already at bye weeks. We're already at bye weeks. We're already having bye weeks. It's October. I mean, can, can you stand it? Anyway. Sorry, guys. I just, yeah, I know. I get on. I get on. What I need to feel a lot better, I can't talk about. But I feel a little bit better. Um, so the power rankings are interesting. We did our first Madden Boys power rankings, and uh, me and Train saw it exactly the same. JB was very similar, but then K-Star had to come in with his, you know, he's always got to be different, right? So, you know, we all had. You know, and I'll start at the top and go down and do it this way instead of going the other way. But, you know, we all had the Patriots number one. We all had the Chiefs number two. And you can make an argument that the Chiefs are number one and the Patriots are number two. But, you know, it's kind of respect. Patriots Super Bowl champions, you know, Gronk's gone, all this stuff, and they're still winning games. So Patriots number one, and they beat the Chiefs last year. You know, so, I mean, what are you going to do, right? If you want to be the best, you got to beat the best, right? Ric Flair. To beat a man, whoa, you got to beat the man, right? SmackDown tonight, Fox, check it out. Um, 
Patriots number one, Chiefs number two. That's unanimous across the board. Number three gets interesting because I had the Saints. Train had the Saints. JB had the Saints. So in a Madden voice, power rankings, Saints are number three. K-Star put the 49ers. See, and I love you, K-Star, but 3-0 and and ain't played nobody? Come on. Over the Saints, who have beaten uh, two teams without their all-world quarterback? Like, really? I, I, I don't see that. Um, but that's K-Star for you. Um, but then K-Star brings in the Saints at four. Me and Train had the Cowboys at four. JB had the Bears at four. What's missing is the Saints – I'm sorry, the Saints are on K-Star. They don't have the Bears at all. They don't have the Bears, which, I, I, you know, I don't get that. Sorry. I don't. So I think that's where – you know, and he had to revise his power rankings because I sent him a note, and I said – I don't remember what I said to him, but then he revised it and sent it back. Uh, and so did Train. Um, JB kind of nailed it right from the beginning. But no Bears. He's got 49ers. We ain't beat nobody. Okay. So at four, me and Train had the Cowboys. JB had the Bears. K-Star had the Saints. Cowboys are on everybody's power ranking. Probably the last week. If they lose, they're going to fall off. Um, but everywhere. As a matter of fact, I heard on TV. I, I really want to look this up and see if it's true. Pro Football Focus said the Cowboys is the best team in the NFL. Like, really? Pro Football Focus? Cowboys? Best team in the NFL? Um, I, I don't believe that, nor do I get where, they, where that would come from. I mean, I, 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 mean, I guess, you know, you, you, you go 3-0, and and then you lose by two points to a team that was in the NFC Championship game last year, while the Patriots are 4-0 but barely beat a team that didn't make the playoffs last year. And I'm not even sure, you know, when you break down the Chiefs 4-0, um, I believe that I think one of their flaws was, was it the Ravens? That they, I uh, know it was the Lions, who also didn't make the playoffs last year. And the Chiefs had to come back late to win that game. So maybe that's what we're looking at. You know, so these two teams struggled against teams that didn't make the playoffs last year, but they did get the win. The Cowboys against a team that went to the NFC, I mean, NFC championship game, even though Drew Brees is out. But everybody else is still there, and they only lost by two in a game they could have won. You know, they easily could have won. Um, so I'm, I'm looking real quick. Pro football projects favorites. Okay. I'm looking at pro football focus. I want to see if I can find quickly. Oh, here it is. Week five NFL power rankings. Okay. Let's see what we got. No, see, they don't have the Cowboys number one. Who said that? They got them number five. So who said that? I, I did see a lot of things about the Cowboys and the Patriots are right now the projected Super Bowl um, matchup, which would just be awesome and bring all kinds of interesting things into my life that I won't go into at this point, but maybe down the road. Um, I would love that to happen for a lot of reasons. But the Cowboys and the Patriots in the Super Bowl, uh, and we're talking about that uh, just before week five, yeah, slow your roll. Uh, the Chiefs, the Packers, the Rams, the Eagles, the Saints, the um, Ravens, Chargers, you know, um, you know, there's there's a lot of teams right now that ain't rolling over. So slow your roll. Let's just see what happens. Um, but anyway, so to recap, um, 
the official TF, TMV par rankings is Patriots at one, followed by the Chiefs. Number three is the Saints, followed by the Cowboys and then the Bears. That's the official after four games. We don't do it before four games. You just you need at least four games, in my opinion, to get a sample size. So that's our par rankings. And it'll be interesting to see. Now, what you know what I want to do? I want to look at I want to take a look at the matchups a little bit. Um, not not from a not from a win or loss perspective, but how is it going to affect playoffs and positioning? And, you know, let's let's just take a look. Okay, so we certainly America's game of the week is um, Packers at the Cowboys. There's a note that the Packers have won seven of the last game versus the, versus the Cowboys, including the playoffs. I heard that Aaron Rodgers is six and two um, against the Cowboys. So um, that's what I heard. So seven of the last eight games versus the Cowboys, including playoffs. So you know what that means? Cowboys are doomed. Um, Patriots at the Redskins. Patriots 10 in a row on the road in October since 2014. They're going to go 11-0. Bills at the Titans. Interesting game. Lasting matchups have been decided by exactly one point. Titans are hosted. That's a pick game. Ravens and Steelers. Lamar Jackson versus uh, NFL uh, draft classmate Mason Rudolph. Okay. Um, you know, this is the game for the Steelers to show whether they're back or whether it's over. And I don't mean over, is it over, over, but if, they, if they're, they're hosting the Ravens, and if the Ravens go in and annihilate them, then they, you know, smoke and mirrors. That one win meant nothing. If they battle, even if they lose, but they battle, just keep an eye on them. If they win, oh, my God, I don't even know if I want K-Star on the show if they win. <laughs> I don't even know, because then they will go from 0-3 to 2-3. And that would put the Ravens at two and three. And if the Browns, I mean, now you're talking about a potential tie for first place. So let's see what happens. Uh, Jets and the Eagles. Jets are 0 three. I expect the Eagles at home. Annihilate the Jets, unfortunately. Good news is we get to play the Jets too. Cowboys. Um, but I expect the Eagles to, to annihilate the Jets. Uh, Bears at the Raiders. I think the Raiders are a mess. There's a lot of people giving them a lot of credit, but I, I think the Bears – now, the, the thing is going to be we know that Trubisky's out. Their backup looks good, but that happens a lot. The backup comes in. There's no film. The game plan wasn't around him. You don't know his pros and cons, even though this guy's a veteran. And so he's able to play well. But now you got the quarterback whisperer in John Gruden. There's 10 years. I think he's been in the league 10, 12 years. So now they're going to have film. They're going to have to put a game plan. And, you know, the Raiders are home. It's going to be a very interesting game. I think the Bears are going to win. Their defense is insane. Khalil Mack right now is the best defensive player in the NFL. Sorry, Aaron Donald, but you're just not playing like that. You're still disruptive, and I get it. You're being double teamed, but Khalil Mack jumps off the page to me as the best player in the NFL right now, best defensive player. Guy's insane. And for their, their defense, the Bears can be in every game because their defense is so stout. Um, so, I, I, you know, I said I wasn't going wins and losses, but – I think the the Bears are going that game. Vikings at the Giants. Believe in him, but you know he should know the Giants. He's played them seven, eight times. Um, Zimmer's a very good coach. I love Mike Zimmer. He was defense coordinator in Dallas for a long time, and I think the Vikings can go in there and knock the Giants off their pedestal. They're riding high, two wins in a row. Daniel Jones era, blah blah blah. But both teams are two and two important game. Like I said, every game counts in the NFL. Gotta love this. Bucks at the Saints. Bucks had an incredible upset 
against the Rams, scored 55 points. Now they're going to New Orleans. Um, should be an interesting game, division game. Um, and I, I'm, I'm reading that whoever wins is going to be in first place. Um, I think the Saints have the edge. They're home, but the Bucks are riding high. Uh, Winston played well. I don't believe in him. Sorry. But I think it's going to be an interesting game. Could go either way. Edge to the Saints being home. Uh, Falcons at the Texans, kind of a who cares game. Um, Deshaun Watson gets beat up like you would never believe. And then you've got the Falcons. I don't think either one of these teams are going to go very far. Sorry, I know the Texans made the playoffs last year. But until they give Deshaun Watson some protection, they're not going to go any far, very far. Matty Ryan, a former league MVP, went to a Super Bowl. Um, you know, you're down 32-3 to or something like that at halftime or 28-3, to something like that to the Patriots at halftime. And you come out and you don't run the ball to milk the clock. To, I mean, like, I, you know, I didn't believe in him, even though, you know, you could have one good season and, and do a lot of good things. That doesn't, that doesn't, that doesn't make you, you know, Tom Brady or Joe Montana. And that's to me, Matt Ryan. So it's kind of a who cares game. Texans are home. Could go either way. Cardinals at the Bengals. Somebody's going to get a win. Meaningless game. Unless you're a fan, no one's going to watch it. Jags at the Panthers, interesting game. Uh, Kyle Allen, 3-0 in starts since 2018, 0-9 and all others. So for some reason now he's, he's, in a, he's in a little bit of a flow. If he keeps winning, we will not see Cam Newton back as starter. Mark my words. If Kyle Allen makes this team a contender in their division, in their very difficult division, division you won't see Cam Newton back as a starter unless he gets hurt. It's not going to happen. Jags have been a mess. You know, uh, uh, what's his name? Jalen Ramsey wants to be traded, but they're not going to trade him. Uh, he was sick. He was this. Then he just had a kid. And who the heck knows? This is another game that um, at this point in the season, I don't think there's a lot of interest in. There's interest in players, not the game. The Jags, what's Ramsey going to do? The Jags, when is Cam coming back, if he's even coming back? Two and two, the winner puts themselves and gets a little more attention on the national stage. The loser drops a little bit more into obscurity. Broncos at the Chargers. Broncos go to 0-5. That's the end of that. Division game, anything's possible. Broncos are going to, they're going to, they're going to tank. They're not going to win. Colts at the Chiefs. You know, I mean, uh, Brissett, you know, I mean, I mean, listen, I support all my black quarterbacks. Okay. I, I want them to do well just for the movement. But at the same time, you're going up against Pat Mahomes, who's also black, you know, a black quarterback. Let's let's be let's be clear. The difference is Brissett found out like two weeks before the first game, oh, this is your team. And then they threw a little more money his way to try to incentivize him to play well. They're two and they're two and two. So we'll see what happens. They might make the playoffs by default because they're two and two. But they're not gonna win this week because the Chiefs and you know what's funny is I don't believe in Andy Reid. I never believed in Andy Reid. I've been doing this show for a very long time. And, you know, Andy Reid coached the Eagles and went to one Super Bowl, lost to the Patriots, might I add. Went to five NFC championship games with Donovan McNabb, one Super Bowl. And I've said it, and I've said it, and I've said it. Last year, Mahomes blew up the league, went to the AFC championship game against the, the Patriots, lost. Andy Reid cannot coach the big game. His track record in this is clear and undisputable. Undisputed or indisputable. 
okay? So at the end of the day, I just don't know as great as Patrick Mahomes is. I'm looking at Andy Reid, and I'm saying, I don't, I don't get it. I don't know how far they're really going to go until Tom Brady retires or Bill Belichick retires or both. Or Tom Brady clearly can no longer play. So we'll see. But this week, Chiefs are going to win at home. Um, Browns at the 49ers. That's going to be a good game. Browns right now in first place. Um, it's a Monday night game. Uh, that's going to be a good game. It really is. You got two young quarterbacks. You got uh, Jimmy Garoppolo came back from his uh, uh, was ACL last year, and they're 3-0. and They had a week off. They're home. And then you got the Browns who, you know, uh, Baker Mayfield with his sass, according to K-Star, and his, you know, you know um, keep that same energy. Because when we start winning, I want to hear that same energy. Yeah, so he's got a little sass in him. But K-Star says that he's uh, Blaine Gabbard with sass. I don't believe that. Uh, I honestly think the Browns are going to win this game. But it's going to be a good game. It's a Monday night game. I'll probably watch. You know, I get tired <laughs> late in the day. You know, we do the show at 9 o'clock because Dr. Train is on the West Coast. And so he's actually, I don't know, like his, you know, whatever. He's guys a PhD. He's making a million dollars a year or whatever. I don't know what he's making. He's making a lot of money. Um, and so 6 o'clock, his time is 9 o'clock my time. And he generally says, I'll call in from the office. So he's still working at 6 o'clock at night. Um, so God bless him. Uh, and don't get me wrong. It's nice that I'm working at 6 o'clock, too. So let's not get it twisted. The, the point I'm trying to make is we do the show at 9 o'clock. And I got to tell you, I get, ooh, boy, it, I, I'm, get, I'm just tired. And so Monday night football, like, unless the Cowboys are playing, like, I'm telling you, by the second half, I generally watch, like, the first quarter and half of the second quarter, and I fall asleep, and I'll wake up, like, late in the third, beginning of the fourth quarter, because I'm just getting old. I can't do it. It's kind of it's kind of sad. You know, same thing with Sunday night football. Like, I, I fall asleep, unless the Cowboys are playing. And even when the Cowboys play, a couple times, halftime, I've taken a nap, set my alarm. Halftime's 15 minutes, right? I'll set an alarm for, like, 20 minutes, so I'll wake up after kickoff, whatever. And then, of course, if the Cowboys are playing, it's a night game, I record it. So if I do doze off, all I got to do is rewind and I can catch everything, you know, that I missed. Or if it's a really good game, like last night's game, last night's game was, in, was incredible. Recorded it. Got a late start. I had to spend some time with the lady last night and came home. I grabbed the pizza on the way home and um, got comfortable and, you know, watched the game, had a little soda, and then I got tired. Fell asleep. <laughs> Exhausted. Like I said, it was a rough week. Woke up. Rewind the game, watch the end of the game. Rams. I picked the Rams. The Rams five feet away from a win. Just missed that field goal. Great game. But don't think the Rams ain't gonna be there in the end. Oh, they're gonna be there. See, I was gonna be there. Like ain't nobody rolling over. These are these are uh well coached teams with some good players. Golf's okay. Golf's overrated and overpaid. Um, you know, Jeff Fisher wasn't totally crazy, but he just couldn't do what Goff needed him to do, and McVay's been able to do that. McVay, you know, is a young talent. And can we stop with the McVay-Kellamore comparisons, please? Can we just stop? Like, everybody's looking for their next um, – oh, my God. I, I'm telling you guys these names, McVay, 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 McVay. What the heck is his first name? I know y'all yelling at me right now from wherever you are saying his name is blah, 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 McVay. McVay. I'm looking him up now, guys. McVay. 
I'm looking him up because I am disappointed. Sean. Sorry, his name is Sean. Sean McVay. Everyone's looking for the next Sean McVay. Everybody is. How about looking for the first blah, 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 that can go in and shake it up? Okay, Belichick is the first Belichick. Came from the Bill Parcells tree. Excellent coach. The most successful coach, in my opinion, ever. Not by wins and losses, but just general success. Super Bowls, Super Bowl appearances. Wins and losses, he's still got to catch. I think he's got to catch either Shula or Hallis. There's someone ahead of him. But the most successful coach ever, in my opinion. But he ain't the best coach, guys. Sorry. In my opinion, that goes to Bill Parcells. The guy's the only coach ever to take four different teams to the playoffs. Four. Can you name them? I think I can. Giants, Jets, Cowboys, Patriots. Four teams to the playoffs. No coach has ever done that. That's greatness. I'm sorry. Belichick is great, but that's a different definition of great. You you have the greatest quarterback of all time that you got by, you know, I'll say it was luck because Drew Bledsoe was knocked out and Brady came off the bench and never gave up the job. What would have happened if Drew Bledsoe did not, and they won the Super Bowl that year? Brady's the backup. So you were smart enough to draft Tom Brady, but you weren't smart enough to start him over Drew Bledsoe, were you? Just like uh, Bill Parcells was smart enough to – well, actually, Bill Parcells was a little different because Bledsoe was also his starter in New England. He was his starter in Dallas, and at halftime of a game, he, he made the change to Tony Romo. And when he was interviewed after, he said, I, I, I had to do something. And Bledsoe would sit there like a statue, like no movement, and get killed. And Romo was agile. Romo was, you know, he wasn't a scrambler like, like uh, Aaron Rodgers or some of these guys. But he was agile. He could, he could run enough. He was a basketball player and golfer and all that stuff, an athlete. He could scramble enough and get out, you know, and had a way to avoid getting – I wish he could avoid it a little bit more. Cowboys have a support right now. But my point is Belichick is a great coach. He could – you know, some call him the greatest of all time. And that's because the dynasty of 19 years is unbelievable. Nine Super Bowl appearances, Super Bowl, eight – I think he's got eight and six wins. Unprecedented. Awesome. But he came from Bill Parcells. He was the only coach ever to take four teams to the playoffs. Parcells was the man to me, if you ask me. Now everyone's looking. So instead of looking for the next Belichick or the next Sean Payton, who's also a great coach, or the next Mike Tomlin, who's a very good coach, I stopped short of great. Very good. How about we look for the first? Who's next? Who's next to show us something? Right? Pete Carroll's a great coach. He won a national championship and a Super Bowl. Belichick never did that. Parcells never did that. You know who did do that? Jimmy Johnson. You know who else did that? Barry Switzer. Would we call Barry Switzer a great coach? Absolutely not. You see, there's levels to this. There's levels to this. Jimmy Johnson, great coach. Honestly, the only thing stopping Jimmy Johnson from being considered one of the all-time greats is tenure, longevity. He didn't do it for long enough. But what he did in Dallas is legendary. 
the Tosher Walker trade will never be done again. And they did a thing on the trade. And maybe you can find it on online somewhere, but they did like, they did a, like a, a, a documentary on the trade and they went through the whole thing. It was really well done. It might've been, you know, check NFL.com. It might be on NFL.com or um, NFL network, you know, on demand or something, but it was really well done and where they just broke it all down and how smart he was and how he just racked up all these draft picks. You know, he just racked them up and rebuilt Dallas from a one and 15 team. And in less than three years, you know, they're going to and winning a Super Bowl. It's amazing. But unfortunately, you know, he coached for five years in Dallas. He went to Miami and coached for a couple few years. I don't know, three, four years. And then that was it. He was done. Great college career. Um, University of Miami. Um, so great coach. But a different level of great. He didn't do it long enough. If him and Jimmy, Jerry Jones didn't have the, the friction that they had and Jerry Jones with his uh, 500 teams, could, 500 guys could coach this team, which is just total asinine him to say. And they were able to work it out, and Jerry's ego didn't get in the way. Cowboys, I mean, barring injuries, you know, because we know Troy retired because of a bad back. We know Michael Irving um, was forced to retire because of a neck. But that was the later 90s, their last Super Bowl with a 95 season. It is feasible that these guys could have went on a very – they had won – three out of four at that time. Could they not have won another two out of three and then won five out of eight, five like in eight years, which would have been unprecedented? I think so. But it didn't happen because of Jerry's ego. So Jimmy Johnson, as great as he was, there's levels to this. He falls below all these guys I've mentioned. He, didn't, he just didn't do it long enough. But there's a lot of guys in the, in the – you know, Joe Gibbs, great coach, won three Super Bowls, came back. Um, tried to resurrect some things, couldn't get it done. But he was a great, great, you know, head coach. But there's levels to this. And to me, when you're talking all-time greats, you know, Bill Pelajek is in the discussion. Can't deny it. But so is Bill Parcells. Bill Walsh is another one. People talk about George Seifert. Sorry. Didn't do it long enough. Great defensive mind. Great defensive coordinator. Carried Bill uh, Walsh's you know, what, you know uh, uh, legacy. I think they're both passed away at this point. But Bill Walsh was just innovative. He was just another level. West Coast offense, another level. Tom Landry. I know I'm focusing on the Cowboys, but 20 straight years going to the playoffs, never happened again. Never happened again. I think it was like 65 to 86 or something like that. Never happened again. You will never see a team go to the playoffs 20 years again. Now, I think the Patriots might be – no, you know what, because what's his name? They did 11-5 and five in the playoffs, so no, the Patriots can't claim that either. Cowboys, Tom Landry. You know, and there's – you know, we can go around the league and we can talk about uh, the Minnesota coach. I can see his face. Uh, Marvin – oh, God. I can see his face. Minnesota Vikings coach. Four straight Super Bowls. Um, was it four straight? No, that was – I'm sorry. Not Minnesota. Buffalo. Four straight Super Bowls, four straight losses. But to go to four straight, no one else has ever done four straight Super Bowls. Minnesota did it under – you guys know what I'm talking about. Yeah, I'm going to look it up because I hate – I hate this. I, I need some Ginkgo Biloba or something get my head right. <laughs> you guys are like, what's Ginkgo Biloba? Look it up. Um, Bills 
I love the internet. We can get instant answers on the, on the internet. You know what's funny is I could be talking to myself. You guys might not even uh, might not even hear me because <laughs> I got nobody to say. T, we can't hear you. You know that, that's funny. Um, Bills. I think it's my who's it? Bills head coach. Um, Bills head coach. Marvin, no, that's Narvin. Marvin Levy, was that his name? Hold on. Oh yeah, it was Marvin Levy. I, can't, I don't, I know it was Marv Levy. Okay. So there was a guy, you know, there's one that four straight Super Bowls. Um, now if the Patriots go this year, they'll have four straight. So let's see what happens. And then that certainly adds another feather in Belichick's cap. But um, and they've won two of the three. So if they go this year, let's see who they play and see what they're able to do. Um, depending on who's in in from the NFC, it could be anticlimactic if they go and beat the Chiefs, especially if they have to go to Kansas City and beat the Chiefs. Arrowhead's tough to play in. But anyway, yeah, I mean, there's been a lot of good coaches over the years. A lot of coaches that you want to respect. You know, Steelers have had three coaches in their entire career. All three have won a Super Bowl. You know, Chuck Noll won four. Where does he fit? You know, Carr won one. Um, Mike Tomlin's won one, but Carr won four. So where does he where does he fit? You know, people forget about that. That was a phenomenal coach. When you know the rules of the game were much different, much different. The game softened like you wouldn't believe. You know, so I guess I guess you know I, I get careful when you start talking about greatest of all time. You know, they start, you know, Brady's the greatest of all time. Okay, he's done it for 19 years. But for a long time, I was, it was still Montana to me. Now they're saying Mahomes has is, is got the most talent ever. Now, first it was Rodgers, now it's Mahomes. Well, the rules of the game are different, and slow down from that. Because now he's doing things that, you know, could throw for 60 touchdowns and 6,000 yards. Well, I'm sorry. Drew Brees, who has never won an MVP, threw for 5,000 yards how many times? Has won a Super Bowl, all-time leading passer in yards, up there in touchdowns too, and has never won an MVP. But we forget about that. I looked at the uh, – let me see if I still have the all-time quarterback rankings. And if I'm bouncing around, yeah, I am because I can. But I saw something about um, – let's see. I might have deleted it because – oh, no, I didn't. This was NFL.com, uh, actually Bleacher Report produced this uh, earlier this season, the top 25 NFL quarterbacks of all time. And I promise I have to get out of here. But interesting on this, you know, this is, this is what's interesting about this list. Number one is Tom Brady. No argument there. Number two is Peyton Manning. Debatable, no problem. Number three is Joe Montana. I'd have Montana too. Number four is Dan Marino. I'd say Dan Marino was one of the greatest passers of all time. Um, went to the Super Bowl, I believe, his uh, second year, and never went back. Uh, first quarterback to throw for 5,000 yards. Set a lot of records that have been smashed, but he had the records. He definitely, on this list, I don't know if I'd put him as high as four. Johnny Yu is always one of the names from the old school that people carry forward. I didn't have the pleasure of seeing his career, but he's definitely a top-ten quarterback. No argument there. Troy Aikman at number six. I love Troy. And you got to give him respect for three for three Super Bowl wins, and you got to give him respect for having guys like an Emmitt Smith who held out but came back, and Michael Irving who was outspoken under a Jimmy Johnson. Like you got to give him respect for the environment. 
playing for America's team. Six is too high for Troy. Top 25, sure. Six, too high. Joe Namath at seven, way too high for Joe Namath. He won a Super Bowl. He made a bold prediction. Worked out, and man, oh man, I hope he, he's. I think he's made a lot of money off of that prediction, and he made it 1969, 50 years ago. Way too high. Starback at eight. Uh, that's about right. Captain comeback to Super Bowl uh, wins. I believe he went to five Super Bowls with two wins, if I if I um, remember correctly. Um, Starback. I'm sorry. So that's eight. Bradshaw at nine. I'd probably have Bradshaw a little higher on the list. Four Super Bowl wins in an era where you could actually hit the quarterback. I mean, Bradshaw was dumped on his head and had his neck broken. I'm going to talk about tough. Kurt Warner at 10. I'd probably drop him a little bit, but he should be on his list. Drew Brees at 11. Higher. Ridiculous. John Elway at 12. That's about right. Steve Young at 13. That's about right. Jim Kelly at 14. That's about right. Big Ben at 15. Probably would put Big Ben a little higher all time. Phillip Rivers at 16, lower. Brett Favre at 17, higher. Aaron Rodgers at 18, a little higher, but he's still playing. Let's see what happens. Tony Romo at 19. (sighs) Never won a Super Bowl, never went to a Super Bowl, never went to a conference championship game. Season, uh, career cut short due to injury. Um. I, I don't know if I can sign. I don't know if I can agree with that one. Has every Dallas Cowboy passing record and has a pretty good win-loss record, but I, I don't know. I don't know if I can go with that. Drew Bledsoe at 20, that's about right. Maybe a little lower. Carson Palmer at 21, same. Good, solid, long-term quarterbacks. When we talk an all-time, though, I don't know. I feel like I, I feel like there's name mis- names missing here. You know, I, I have to go and look at wins and losses and Super Bowl appearances. Uh, Bob Greasy at 22, a little lower. Phil Sims at 23, yeah, no, uh, lower. Warren Moon at 24, a little higher. Alex Smith at 25, get the hell out of here with that. Alex Smith at 25 is the is <coughs> that is the most laughable, and they're doing that because he happens to have played for teams that win. That's why Alex Smith has accomplished nothing in the NFL. Zero. And, you know, he was with the 49ers replaced by um, Colin Kaepernick. You ever heard of him? Went to the Redskins. I'm sorry. um, Left the 49ers, went to the Chiefs, replaced by Patrick Mahomes. Ever heard of him? Left the Chiefs, went to the Redskins, and had a very serious injury, may never play again. And now the Redskins are struggling to figure out, is Hassan's going to start? Is Case Keenum going to start? Are we going to bring in Colt McCoy? I, I don't know what I'm going to do because the mighty Patriots are coming to town or we're going to their town. I'd have to look it up and see. The Redskins are a mess. Alex Smith has played on, you know, three teams and, can't, you know, can't, can't, <clears throat> can't stay as a starting quarterback. Now, the, leg, the injury is probably not his fault. I don't remember it. I think it was pretty gruesome. Um, you know, that, that happens. Got it. But you've already lost two other starting jobs. And you're 25 on this list? You're 25 on this list. Are you kidding me? 25. Yeah. No. So I meant to go over that with the fellas. I didn't do it. So anyway, um, hey, I thought I'd do a little football talk, kind of, you know, uh, synthesize what we didn't do on Tuesday night, 
I spent about an hour with you guys feeling a little down, but you know, I'm going to fight through it. It's life. You know what I mean? We ride this roller coaster call life. I guess the alternative of death is not too attractive. Right. So we fight through it. We do the best we can. Oh, you know what, before I go, you know, there was a, a nasty uh, plane crash a couple of days ago here in Connecticut, Bradley, you might've heard about it. Um, Cause it made the national news and um, I didn't know anybody, but I knew someone who knew someone who was killed and um, it was just, it's just, it's just a shame. Um, you know, I, I some my condolences, you know, I, I you know, I, I'm just going to say this. I'm going to get out of here. You, we could die anytime, anytime. I could log off this show, um, walk into my kitchen, pass out, have a heart attack and die. Happens all the time. I can get in my car, drive somewhere, have a car accident and die. So can you. Happens every day. Happens all the time. Life is precious. Life is short. Enjoy it. One day you're not going to have it. I don't know what happens when you don't have life. Nobody knows. But since we don't know, let's embrace it. Enjoy life while you can. Every day is a gift. That's why they call it the present. On that note, I'm out of here. Enjoy the games this weekend. We will see you Tuesday night. I hope to have all four of us, um, you know, and, and, hey, who knows, maybe all four of us will get a win and all come in, all come in happy and um, excited about, you know, where we sit. And, and hopefully on sun, on uh, Tuesday night I can come in here and play. How about them, Cowboys? Uh, but we'll see. But like all the other games, that feud will be settled on the field. Thanks for giving me a little bit of your day or night or weekend or whenever you listen to me and um, tune in Tuesday night where you will hear us talk about all the feuds that were settled on the field this weekend. Have a great weekend. We'll see you Tuesday night. Good night, everybody. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware. If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC. Member SIPC.